Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate. And I'm CG. And today we have Jennifer Way. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. And Jennifer, you and I haven't met in person yet. But we both are comedians who are very spiritual. That might be a a weird way of saying it, but I think it's a concise way. I'm actually not a comedian. You're not a comedian? (laughs) I'm not. Really? Yes. I probably should have mentioned that. But you run a comedy show. I run a comedy show. So how did that happen? It just means she knows what's funny. It doesn't mean he has to be funny to run the show. She just has to know what funny is. But I looked at some of your videos and I was like, she's funny. Do you know what I mean? You were funny. So I was like, oh, she's a comedian. And you you booked me for comedy. I know. And I booked you for a comedy show. She's spiritual. She's a comedian. Okay, so now I know. I'm a secret comedian and okay. I'm a stage fright comedian. I don't perform <laughs> on stage because I'm just too scared. And I uh but I've but I wanted it, I went to school for TV production and I wanted to be a producer for a really long time. Ah. And then I couldn't get a job in that. Um I always joke that my boobs weren't big enough, my dick wasn't big enough either. Mm. Um so <laughs> I just kind of fell into like admin work which was really fun, of course. And uh, and then I fell into the spiritual stuff uh, probably around like 2015 um, okay. and then became an intuitive consultant. So I, I sort of exercised my psychic stuff, lost all my friends, uh, <laughs> went full on into like being a psychic. And, and then I just felt like in the world, people just take themselves way too seriously. And I started... Uh, after the, I started my podcast, I started getting to know a lot of comedians who had their own, but I only knew them through their spiritual podcast, hmm. but they were like comedians too. Um, okay. I don't know if you know Karen Rontowski. Um, okay. Well, she's another person you should know. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just bring these worlds together. So <laughs> she, she is a, she's a, a longtime comic. She's been doing it for over 30 years and she, uh, and she's a, like a master tarot reader. Oh, okay. We both read tarot as well. Yes, exactly. So I don't, cause I'm a dummy. Like I need, I'm like, I could do an Oracle card, but I'm like, there's a lot. So yeah. So I just, uh, and then I was like, well, I want to do something that's spiritual and funny because I, I had gotten messages during some spiritual courses. Uh, I, well, whatever. I can have this conversation with you guys. <laughs> and I, I had a vision that was very much like priestesses, um, getting ready for a ritual and they were outside of a temple it looked like to me it looked like an egyptian temple and uh and they were laughing they were like cracking up and i was like what is that <laughs> and and the then the message was like you guys take yourselves way too seriously with the spirituality stuff like you need to like mm-hmm. have some fun so just over the years it's been an idea that was bubbling and then like last 
October, I grew some balls and I was like, I'm going to be a comedy show producer. And then I just, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. I long think story long. And it doesn't sound weird to me at all. You know, I've had, I had a spiritual awakening after I had started comedy. I guess I'd been doing it a couple years. And then I was in this crazy car accident with my son. And right after I started experiencing things differently, seeing this energy following me and just, it, it was the start of an awakening. So getting visions and channeling, I speak to the dead sometimes, you know, and once again, you do lose a lot of friends at first, but I feel like a lot of people are having awakenings now. I know when I first was kind of experiencing a shift in consciousness, it felt like everyone thought I was crazy. And um, going up on stage back then talking about enlightened aliens, people were like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and now I feel like I'm seeing it everywhere. And so I know it's spreading. And now we also have aliens. We've and had now we have aliens, aliens, but now we have the awareness. Well, I guess the government always really knew, but now things are just happening where the information's coming out. So I do think we're in a very cool time where people are going to see that reality is not what they thought it was yeah. in a good way. That's Hopefully. wild about the aliens. I, I mean, like everyone in the fields and you guys know this, like everyone's been saying it for years. They're like, Oh, it's coming. Like, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. I just realized I did not, sorry. I did not button up my dress. Awesome. I was like, oh, tell I, was like all. I know. I was like, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm really weird. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, but I was like, I, my husband is like, uh, very much like not into this kind of stuff at all. Okay. Like he's, I mean, he's Chinese American, but like, so he grew up with like feng shui and that kind of stuff. So he like knows what it is, but he like, doesn't care about it. He's just like, that's nice. He's like, go predict the lottery. And I'm like, oh, well, right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I said to him yesterday, I was like, it's kind of a big deal. Cause I don't talk to him about this stuff. I was like, it's, it's a really big deal. They just basically confirmed there are aliens that they've recovered aliens. And he's like, yeah, of course there's aliens. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess. And everyone's just like, so tired now. We're like, okay, give, I, I, can you like, can you give me more than minimum wage? Maybe like that would be. And I think that's part of why they're here is there's so much suffering on earth and mother earth herself or his self. Because when I said Mother Earth in a previous episode, he was like, Father Earth. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, but She's I think- Asexual. She's asexual. <laughs> I think I'll still say her. I feel like her cries are being heard throughout the galaxy. I mean, yeah. we've all been killing the planet. Her sounds right. When you say it like that, her sounds right. To me. I'm going to still go with Mother Earth. Because uh, we're talking about killing her and it's just <laughs> easier to say her. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I feel like they're here to assist in our evolution and I'm so about it. I'm kind of over the way things have been around here on earth and I'm excited for a change and a shift. So I'm like, bring it on. Let's do this. Come visit our house, please. I get very jealous of all these people who are I having get worried like You want them to come. I, I get worried. Like, what if they're rapey? <laughs> you don't, we don't know what they're going to be like. I'm with and then you know i wouldn't vibe with that yeah they're enlightened aliens i just worry before you invite them we know who we're talking to i know who i'm talking to okay do you do 
do you talk do you have you contacted like have you had alien I've never been abducted as far as I know I've yeah. had some very vivid dreams interacting with them the kinds of dreams that feel different but after the car accident I had which was gosh how many years ago now maybe about 10 years ago or something 2012 okay so I guess 11 years oh, ago wow um, isn't that like the end of the Mayan calendar or something and yeah, that's what it was showing me too. I, I hadn't really talked that's what much. It was? Yes. And I hadn't really talked much about consciousness. Like that wasn't a term in my vocabulary. And then that happened and I was just getting pulled to even Google certain things, enlightened aliens, sacred geometry. And it led me to a certain alien group and groups, but a certain one was really speaking to me. People were channeling these messages. Now, some I clicked on felt fake, didn't vibrate, didn't resonate. Some of them, I was like, truth, truth, truth. This is how I'm feeling. This is the information I'm getting from, I think this alien group or whoever on the other side is trying to awaken me to this information. And I just became obsessed with the Arcturians. Um, Shout out to Lyrans and Palladians as well, but, um, (laughs) and many others. Yes. But I just... Yeah, I really resonated and I did feel crazy for a long time until I found others who not just believed in it, but had done a ton of reading and just had a lot of friends who were like, no, this is, this is science. There's even a YouTube channel called Spirit Science. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not saying I love it. It's, it's good, but you know, um, I just feel like people are seeing that. Yeah. Spirituality and science is intertwined, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for, for aliens to be here. I, I would like to see, I feel like I have seen some spaceships, but kind of like covered alien clouds where you're like, that does not look like a cloud. You're like, that looks so crazy. That's not a cloud. Um, but I've never really seen a ship. I've had friends who didn't even want to see them and saw them. So I'm just a little like, when I try to communicate what a waste no (laughs) (laughs) anyway I would just like to see an alien spaceship I I had a dream uh where I saw I remember like looking out the window and I saw it was like a parade of ships and it was like like and it was like a celebration and they were like just all kind of coming in it was really in, in a dream, oh, in a dream. Okay, I missed that yeah part. I was like, I was like oh wow and they were like and you could see some of them were like it was almost like floats like in a parade and they were like waving oh that's awesome I think that's yeah. really really good news for you and for the <laughs> for me you, cool. um who did you who did you follow did you follow Bashar yeah yeah he was one of the first uh yeah. and he is are they the SSANI he is like the hybrids yeah Yeah. so no yeah his his was one of the first I really was like whoa this feels true and changed and shifted how I think so much watching his stuff and same (laughs) with Abraham Hicks yeah um and just doing a lot of readings Dolores Cannon um, my brother just sent me a book on Brian Weiss I haven't read it yet but I know his past life regressions and accounts are have changed a lot of people and I've just read so many I went through a spiritual school for Kabbalistic healing for five years so I read a lot at that time of the books they were recommending she Um, heals me when I'm sick sometimes 
and then gets so super sick herself. I'm working on that. Too, well, she took sickness out of a 240-pound man and then into what her 100 and whatever body. I won't get into it. Yeah, I don't know what it is at this moment. So and then, so that's why I think you really you know it fucks her up because she's half the she's half the size taking on a full size sickness. Yeah. But I would love to learn how to heal without yeah. you know feeling because the school I went to you just eat mine the school I went to said that you shouldn't feel that you're not supposed to be like taking it on yeah but it happens and like I do it intentionally and I say okay I'm willing for I know I'm going to not feel well but for whatever reason I can't stand the pain this person's in let me try wow and then you know I get migraines a lot so I, I have my excedrin <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I feel like it's probably okay that that's happening only because it's pushing you to figure out how to not do that. Exactly. And unf yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, I, you have to experience what it feels like to take it on before you're like, oh, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I don't, this doesn't feel good. But I, I'm I remember, a lot like, more I, selective now. <laughs> this one, you can just take some Advil, honey. Like, <laughs> you're good. But I, I remember hugging my son once and he was having like a rage because he he tends to rage, uh, not in a good way. Um, it was when he was younger. And I remember like just holding him. And then I was like, I'm just going to. And in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to take this on. And then the rest of the day, I was in a rotten mood and I was like yelling at everybody. And then it hit me that I had like pulled. Yeah. 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 And that's real energy affects energy. And the more aware you become, the better you can protect yourself with proper boundaries. Because if you're entering a party, let's say, and you have no awareness that energy affects energy and you engage with someone for too long, that's draining you and you feel it. You're like, I want this conversation to stop, but you don't know how you could leave and be affected for a week or longer, depending on the interaction that took place. Yeah. But I think when people start really seeing everything as energy, yeah. Um, maybe they'll start protecting themselves differently, especially I think sexually. I think a lot of oh, people yeah. don't realize how much you can take on from even just yeah. making out with someone for a while. Oh yeah. They don't think of that. I'm just so. think and thinking about people that you slept with before. Ooh. You yeah, you're <laughs> I've done that before where I've I've like I have thought about it. And I've like, I'm, and I'll experiment with it. And then I'm like, and then I'll get a call like the next day. Like it, it, you can be like, tap, tap. Remember when connects. we did it? No, <laughs> no, it does. It connects you. It connects. It really does. That are formed. Yeah. I think maybe they're meant to, maybe those threads. threads in a positive way. It's like, like Facebook. Why'd they have to steal <laughs> threads? Like, like that's a perfect way to describe it. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, you're, you're throwing out these threads to people. Yeah. And when and you join hard, that. It's hard to cut them, but I think maybe they're not ever meant to be cut, cut. Yeah. Like I even think of one of your exes and it's like, I think there's meant to be bonding and love there mm -hmm. forever, even yeah. though it's not in that romantic space. And I can think of some people that I didn't have rotten experiences with. And even the ones I did, there was something gained and learned. So even though that thread can be like, oh, it's also like, oh no, that's, we're all connected. This is an ecosystem. And there was something 
that was supposed to happen. Maybe even a trust, uh, you know, that even if you don't think you trust them, there's yeah. something you did share. Yeah. And, and it's funny because like I'm seeing a lot of like normies post this kind of like verbiage where they're like, we're, we're human. We're meant to have a human experience. Like we're spiritual bodies and a human experience. I'm like, duh. Like we've been saying that we've been screaming this for like the last 10 years, but it, you know, I think people are becoming more, I mean, I did an episode about this recent, well, not recently, probably like last year. I don't know. Time doesn't exist anymore. I'm like, what was happening? Um, the, I feel like we're becoming uh, resensitized, but mm -hmm. I, I worry because I feel like we're also, we're obviously getting very desensitized as well. I mean, you have like the, a, the whole AI road happening, which I'm not that worried about. It's just, we, we don't know how to be human with, with each other. And that's the bottom line, like with all of it. And we don't even know how to understand our own powers, like divine beings and divine creators. And that's what, that's what usually bothers that. I, I always feel like that's what I try to get across the most to people, whether it's in the show, whether it's in like one-on-one -on -one sessions with people, it's like, you could do this yourself, actually. Like you can be psychic as well. It, you just have to want to, to be that way. I mean, yeah, I think I'm predisposed to it it's in my, like my family background and it's, you know, it's definitely in my chart, you know, it's very much something, you know, you but call yourself a psychic. I do now. I okay. never, I didn't feel comfortable doing it before, but I do now just in, in a way to communicate what I do because so that people understand it better. And, and then, I mean, Oh God, I don't have one right now. <laughs> like I don't get paid doing anything, but I, yes, I am open for readings. So I do like intuitive readings and sort of like energy sessions. I but used you to charge, right? I do. I do. Okay, good, good. Um, I charge. I just don't advertise very much. So I have like, no, clients. that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and Feels then the weird advertising it in a certain way and people I've heard even comedians perspectives it's like there's this belief that we shouldn't even get paid because we're healers and it's like what not I mean, a capital not in capitalism like well no like we deserve to make a living too yeah. and have decent things like I don't know even Jesus should have charged and probably <laughs> did I don't really want to say what he did but I'm sure he charged I'm sure he did yeah <laughs> 30 shekels <laughs> What are they, what are they using again? I feel like it's a t-shirt. Even Jesus charged. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I feel like, I think in the past, the people who held these positions like within the group or something, they were very, uh, they were, from what I've sort of seen, you know, they were taken care of by the community, by, you know, hey. but we don't take care of people in general. So <laughs> why would we ex be expected? You know, it's like, I, I do consider what we do the closest way to, con to the closest thing we have nowadays is priest or a priestess, or we don't have priestesses. We have nuns, but still nuns. Yeah, I funny? feel like I should be taken care of by the community. Just live in a, live in somebody's basement for like <laughs> doing what I do. You know what I mean? I, I think I we all I think that's what's really missing is like we we really we live in a society where we don't take care of our 
sick. We don't take care of our elderly. We don't take care of our mentally, you know, disabled. We don't take care of our disabled pe people. We don't take care of our kids. We do, but we just expect women to do it all for free. And I think that's kind of, we all know that that's kind of, you know, sort of changing, but we just, we've lost a sense of care. There's just, there's no care in anything anymore. So it's like, the more sensitive people are going to care about shit because it, it affects them at such a degree. And I think along with artists, any kind of artists, it's like, we're the ones kind of showing people, this is what, this is our capacity of feeling. This is our capacity of sensation. This is our capacity of awareness. And right. that if we can all accept that that's part of the human experience, then we'll be a lot happier because it doesn't mean like I have to pray to a God or obey somebody. It means I have to, I, I, I honor myself with that divinity and I trust myself and I can do things for myself. Only when I'm more of a whole person, can I, can I meet someone else in the same space? And yeah, I, I think, and that's why I think we should be, <laughs> you know, I mean, the alien stuff, I have a lot of thoughts about that though. I don't like aliens. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Love I'm not them. a fan because I mean, I think some of them, um, some of them are, I've had experiences with the ones that are not looking to help. Yeah. You had experiences with. Reptilians. So I've no, I mean, supposedly I've had experiences with reptilians, but I'll basically summarize it. Like I was starting to get visions of the, I was watching a lot of Bashar. I actually went to go see him. He came to New York and, and I, I went and I remember entering into the hotel and seeing the line of people. I'm like, we're all weird. I was like, wow, this is really cool <laughs> to see all these people who believe in aliens, you know? And I felt the same way when I watched Bashar and, um, and I, I went and then I think within like 20 minutes and of him speaking, I had like an overwhelming nausea. And I just physically couldn't be there. You so were like, Char is too ugly. Your vessel you're using is too ugly for me to listen to. Okay. Go inhabit a new vessel, bitch. No, I know. <laughs> bitch. Another man. No, he's like, not even that bad looking or anything. He no. looks like almost like an alien. He, do he does look like an alien. And he's getting like more and more looking like an alien. Yeah, the like, more yeah. he channels Bashar, the dude, Daryl Hong he, yeah. is looking like Bashar. He really does. He's uh I gotta I gotta, I gotta show you. Is... I'm slowly he, oh, he's yeah, more he's... and more into wanting to know more about this world. Like we Palo Santo. We finally went to a holistic holistic. She calls me a mother. And then when she's really being disrespectful, she calls me a muckblood. No. No, she doesn't. She doesn't do it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a malfoy. Okay. Um, but no, I would never call you that because he actually is not. He's got a lot of magic in there. Um, but anyway, so you got nauseous. What happened? <laughs> oh no, and then I just left. But okay. I, I was listening to someone else talk about it and when she said this, it really uh, made me wake up to something that was had been happening for me is that I was working with someone, a being presented its, itself to me, herself to me. And she was always saying that she was a future me, which is what Bashar's alien tells him. 
Right, so I right. was like, it could be because of that. And maybe it's like, but there were like, I could see and just in my third eye, I don't see outside of that. And which is very confusing, especially for a kid. Cause everyone's like, you're making it up. And you're like, I think I am. But, um, but when, when this being started to kind of visit me, I could, I could see her very clearly. She looked like a hybrid. Um, and I could see where she was and we would have conversations and I could like see the spaceship. I could see the interior of the spaceship. I remember even asking you still ish. No, No. not really. But I remember asking, do you guys have like a sense of humor? Like, do you think, cause one time she started kind of being bitchy. Like I would try, I'm always trying to make people laugh and I'm always like, like trying, like trying a little too hard. And, and I would hear her being like, that's not funny. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're an idiot. And I, and, and these messages would come in and I'm like, I don't think a guide is supposed to be mean. And like that would start, that voice would start to kind of come. And then she, she basically said that they don't, they don't have a sense of humor the way we do, but the closest thing that, that we could associate with their sense of humor would be dark humor. Oh, that should have been my first indication because I was like, okay, like when somebody gets hit in the balls on America's Funniest Home Videos, something that's dark, dark, dark humor, or like somebody, or like a lady gets hit by a car and her wig falls off. Oh my god, that went to like what was I'm just I'm asking. Oh my god, I mean I think so. I mean I think she's just like there's got to be some hard by a car like darkness, like three miles per hour. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like not like blasted by a car okay. you know i, think I, don't so. know I guess, I guess that's maybe just i mean i've heard i've heard other aliens say we are the cutest we're like the cutest babies in the galaxy so that's where they're just like watching us but uh and i think that there are and other kids shouldn't hold matches <laughs> oh god that's you know the whole nuclear weapon thing it's oh, like aliens are yeah. Put down those little matches. You're That's exactly yeah, exactly. And planet. <laughs> I mean, but the when this other woman sort of started, when I started listening to the other person, who's her name's Gigi Young. She's like another YouTube like channeler psychic, I'm sure. And I've had sessions with her when she was still doing sessions like years oh, okay. ago. And she she started saying because she used to follow Bashar as well, and she was like, you know, there's one thing I can't wrap my head around when I listen to Bashar or when I listen to other people channel hybrids, there's just something that I don't buy anymore about their methods, because here's the thing, all these people have been abducted and gone through so much suffering and pain and trauma because of their interactions with, especially Grace. And she's like, but they've never apologized. Like, and I was like, because, I mean, she was basically making the point that humanity is based on heart center and our organic evolution is dependent on heart heart melding with the mind and and really more heart because that's what makes us so human the grays as this is what i've sort of through Gigi young and through other things how i understand it is the grays are actually humans they're humans that were on a different uh like a parallel path they blow up earth exactly (laughs) and they are mostly engineered and i don't know if you've ever seen bashar or daryl anka channel gray aliens that's fucking freaky you can feel channel messages about but i've never Mm. witnessed 
a direct because I don't really scare. It's scary. Grades. Yeah, the um, grades are no. Bueno. They're not my my peeps, not peeps because they're not aliens. Peeps. Um, yeah. My peeps are the Arcturians. Yeah, and I have a lot of links to Pleiadians because they're very steeped in light evolution and love. I mean, the Arcturians have never yeah. done anything to me negative at all, yeah. including trying to like when I channel, I don't allow any entity or dimension to take over my body. Yeah. And I think with hybrids and maybe with Bashar, because I've stopped really watching him. I don't really click. Uh, same with Teal Swan, who I used to when I was first getting into <laughs> Are it. Are you me? Seriously. Because <laughs> and she's Arturian. So I, when I saw her recent documentary on Hulu doing some crazy stuff, yeah. I was like, that's not very Arturian like Teal. Yeah. Um, but that's I know she she's had a lot of response and I'm like a teal swan was a big influence for me for a long time and then she would put out something and I'd be like I fucking hate you you're fucking cunt and I would just be like this is too much for me you're making me look at myself in a way that I don't want to look at it yet and and then I like I pulled away I saw the documentary and then I've just sort of been going back in and uh, and she has a lot of responses about the documentary that are interesting. Oh, she she got in a lot of shit. She thought the people producing it were for her and got her, and then it com it completely became like an exposing type of thing. Totally. I was already yeah. feeling certain vibes from her. I mean, people will say the yeah. same thing about me being a healer, and then someone who was telling and will maybe tell dirty jokes, but I don't think in the same way. Actually, I think I've the way I was telling dirty jokes something has softened in me in the way I'll, oh but yeah thing. but funny. um who knows maybe one day we'll meet teal and and really love her because i know people have had opinions about me and my healing style but um some of the stuff i watched in that documentary i was definitely like oh no oh, yeah. like she was forbidding people to see their family and certain things like that and when you start yeah. doing that that's that's cult leadership yeah, no, absolutely. That's why I, I plan on making sacred comedy a cult. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm around November is when on during your show I'll make people. You'll make the announcement. talking to their family. I'll be like, okay, now is when everyone needs to just let go of your attachments, including your familiar. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like when it gets more cult like. That well, means we're getting serious. You know I agree. I mean, I, I mean time, time to get down to business. Hey, you know, the everything else is a cult. Like, look at our fucking taxes. Like, I don't want to pay taxes. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like I don't want to pay them either. <laughs> I know. Oh, Actually, we found a great accountant, so it's not even a bad experience. Oh, that's good. That's really important. Yeah, that's as, as a Jew yeah. who used to be a bookkeeper, it's very important. Yeah, I'm a Jew. Sure, he not changed a my life. He did. Yeah, he changed our lives. I thought I owed a few hundred. Can you send me his name? <laughs> I can actually. I don't need a new name one. too many people. I don't no, 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 no. I, I definitely need a new one. He was great. That guy's magic. I felt like it he was, was magic. A, a He's not magic. spiritual he was at all. His magic he was in his own field. I think people can be magical. It's funny because I worked in payroll for a while and I worked in payroll for a magical long time. I really, uh, it was so toxic, but it was <laughs> for uh, a huge media conglomerate, a huge German media conglomerate totally helped the Nazis. And I felt like at the time I was 
because a lot of the subsidiaries I was sort of doing payroll for, I felt like I was like, I'm facilitating some, some light in with this, even though it's so total subtle, you know, like I, I was the person I was in HR. So I was the person who had like crystals and like plants and like, you know, like oil essences flowing in my every own, payroll. In my every HR department needs that person. It's true. And, and, you know, you, you find ways, even if you don't become a spiritual healer or whatever, it's like you find ways in the work that you touch and the work that you do to infuse it with your energy. And I, I, I kind of tell people a lot, like also that's the same thing with like food, for example, like your energy, whatever state of energy you're in is going to go into what you're making. So, and very sensitive people can tell if the pissed off person made their meal, like <laughs> it's, it's weird. I, I was starting to re I had that realization a couple of years back. And I was like, this is why food that your grandmother makes you or your, you know, grandparents or your parents when, when they love you, that's why their food tastes the best. Even if it's like, not that great, but, but it's restaurant like, restaurant chefs are always pissed off. And they're always pissed <laughs> maybe off. Maybe that's so, why there's always a weird taste in my well, stuff. I can't been, find a restaurant. Probably. Your own Coke, maybe. And maybe. Oh yeah. Eat them awake say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill so I want to talk about yeah. in Walker Ranch. You do not have had to seen it. Um, I don't the know what. There's a. It's a show on Netflix called Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, I've heard and, of it. Yeah, it's just one of the most UFO sighting places like ever in Utah. Yeah. And what's interesting is years ago, I guess about six, seven years ago, maybe a little more, I was working on. Um, some different pilots and one included one episode included visiting possibly there you know because I had heard about things and it's just been really interesting to watch experts now I'm seeing the people who have gone in and the crazy technology they have I think it's like a guy from NASA you know who like, yeah yeah but the, in this they, one spot he said he said no I've tested those 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 are clear cleared for space you know i know i'm sending up three of them to the space station in december so he's like a nasa dude or some and shit. they have the best technology to test the you know different magnetic waves and all sorts of things they're testing that i don't comprehend but it's been so cool watching this documentary because it's pretty clear that on this ranch this space there's at least one portal. There's a skinwalker. Like they stay getting shots on camera like, of the UFOs. Like they said, that's why it's not, it's not like the other shows where they're not like really catching it. Somebody sees it, but it's not on the camera or somebody feels a feeling and they don't like, they're like, they got all the gauges and the, yeah, they, they keep catching stuff. And they have money because so, I think the person who bought the ranch is like a billionaire. He's got billionaire energy. I don't know what he is. <laughs> But he definitely, he seems I like, have billionaire energy. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's just like, it's like, go get that 
I don't even know what you call those kinds of trucks. It's like they get these excavators and drills that you're like, I'll be like, how much do you think that thing costs? <laughs> Half a million dollars, that kind of equipment that they're renting. But I'm just like, it's a lot of money being invested, but I feel like they're getting footage and proof of all this stuff. And I think that's just what's happening right now. And I just didn't know if you had seen it or heard about skinwalkers or shapeshifters. Oh. I've heard um, about shapeshifters. Okay. Yeah. They talk and about I, I, yeah. cattle mutilations a lot oh. because the cat, like cattle yeah. will be dead and they can't find a cause of death. And there's one cow like they no had. Like no blood. Like yeah, I've seen, I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. And like the one cow that died, they moved it over, you know, where they move it so that the animals can just eat it or whatever. And no animals touched it. It was a year oh. later and no animals had touched it. And so they're doing research on this. So it's, it's pretty dope. It's a pretty dope show. Oh, this is so I'm like, oh, I just like, it's, there's, there's so many bad aliens out there. Cause I am just like, <laughs> I, I, that, that part is like, that's the terrifying part for me. Cause I, okay. I worked with a woman who uh, I saw her on a YouTube video and then I contacted her and worked with her. And her whole thing was that she was a reptilian and she was like a shapeshifter as well. And that she had a ton, she would be like abducted by the military from time to time. <laughs> and like, they would conduct these experiments and she could see her skin change and she could. So it's like, there was some weird, like weird stuff. She was like the nicest, like little British lady ever. Oh, wow. And then she basically worked with me because I so this, this hybrid started saying to me when I was getting hits that like I had been abducted, that all my memories were uh, erased and that I also had imp like reptilian implants. And there were all these pieces of the story that came together and even having an, in, like having a session with someone who channels an alien and asking that alien in the session, if I had been abducted. And then they said, yes, when you're a child. And oh. when that, when he said that, I had a flash of a moment that I remembered um, from when I was really little. I was in Israel visiting my family. And I remember being, this is so weird. I remember being in an empty parking lot at, at night and like just, just playing like by myself. I don't even know how I got there, but I always had this memory of, of doing that and being like, I'm on my own. Da, 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 da. And that's the vision that I saw when I was like, oh fuck, that sucks. I don't ever want to, I was like, I never wanted to be one of those starseed people. I never wanted to be one of those abductees. I was like, I, that's not my jam. That's not my stuff. And then there were all these things that came up about like my family and that it was a contract and that my kids were being abducted as well. And they were getting like their brain, you know, all this stuff. And so I, anyway, I remember having a conversation with the guide, the guide, uh, the future self me. And she said in a very angry kind of a tone, she was like, I said something about DNA being manipulated or taken. And, and she's like, DNA ma manipulation or genetic manipulation is just the way of the universe. Mm. And I just remember thinking, no, it's not. Like, no, it's not. And I, and then when I started watching a little bit more of like Gigi Young, and then I started working with other people, and then like over the years, now that I have distance from it, because it was terrifying at the time. 
now that I've, and I could see if I close my eyes at one point, I would see grays like in my window, just looking in. Right. So like, I'm like, I don't want this. This is shitty. Like I, I definitely did not want that at all. And um, so what I've come to terms with and kind of how I've reconciled all of this is I don't know that that being was really what she said she was. She could have been. I think I was being offered a timeline. So I think I was being offered a timeline where all these things matched up and were true. But I decided that's not my timeline. Like, I don't want this at all. And so I was like, Bye. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't think that DNA manipulation is the way of the universe. I don't agree with that at all. I do think it's common, whether it's moral, exactly. or, because I mean, it's becoming common here, right? All the cloning, all the, exactly. Stuff. And you can just think about it's it. It's like with, the pull of Mars. But like breeding and dogs, you know, so there are different levels of it. Some people go way too far, even just humans on yeah. earth with what they're doing with genetics, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think the universe is kind of a bit of a hologram of what goes on here. So I agree. Uh, enlightened aliens, you know, mean aliens, yeah. we've got the same with humans. You know, the monsters are here, you know, in different forms. We have aliens under the ocean. So I think it's really just, which I, I'm sure you'd agree with, you kind of said it. It's really the journey of going within and understanding the different parts and complexities of ourselves helps us to interact and relate to the complexities and weirdness of the universe and the complexities of reality. And I think my journey has not been easy. I'm not saying that my journey with aliens may have been, yeah. <laughs> maybe. although maybe I've met some humans who weren't very human and that's why there was such a hard time. Who knows? Anyway. Um, but I just think that, um, my experience with life in general just got easier as I kind of accepted all the different parts of myself, the world became less scary because I was less scared of all that I am, the light and the dark, you know, the whole yin yang kind of thing. So I'm still scared here and there, but I'm kind of like, that's okay. I'm scary too. And I'm also really nice. And I'm also this and that I've even lately more been feeling into my paradoxes so crisply of various feelings or just what I think I am. And I'm like, okay, I'm both. That's cool. You know, and I think it helps me to relate to whatever beings are out there or even entities. You know, we definitely use Palo Santo to try to cleanse the place and bring in entities that are about healing and evolution. But I think when I do encounter a human or other dimensional being yeah. that's or not other. very nice, I just create the boundary. I'm very boundaried, oh, yeah. both with humans and when it comes to the other side. And I think that's why I'm also very excited about reality to get weird. I just know things need to change. At the gym, she has great boundaries. See, very people know not to talk to her. Just there's a face. There's a face on I don't like it. And they know not to approach, not to look at her, not to approach her. I'm so not, I'm not very approachable these days. I think comedy did something to me doing it for over a decade and feeling taken advantage of and all sorts of things. And just also my traumas, you know, I, I'm very protective of my space because when I'm not my body breaks, mind, body, spirit connection, you know, if, if something gets to me, I'm down, I'm very sensitive. So I don't die for others anymore. Oh, 
I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's goddess time. It's yeah. like, it's, uh, I, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's, uh, I, I think the, the whole alien thing it's was, a, <laughs> it's goddess time. So, it's like so Miller time. I don't have anything <laughs> bad empowering to say. So, but I, so I'm a little, you can say it's God time. It's yeah. God time. That's it. That sounds a little bit God's God's like, time. It's God's time. I know. It's so, it has such and a then different go, and then like God's time is much better. Kiss it, you know. Go extra. Well, you could say goddess time. I think that you could say yeah, that you too, could because you've got you've got an inner means, goddess. That means like, like everyone has one. form and freedom and oh yeah. And once again, I've said this before, but goddesses being in their full power means men can finally be in their full power. Exactly. Men, there's an imbalance of power, but no one's winning. Men are, yeah. for the most part, from who I've talked to in terms of clients, whatever, they're suffering. They're not, Absolutely. you know, able to feel fully into their hearts and what they want. So, yeah. and when would I say goddess time? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, goddess time. When you're like, doing that workout. What would happen? What would happen when, you, when you're doing that workout? Well, you're bra- you're time. you're healing your inner feminine. You're healing your inner feminine. So like, do I do something cool? And then I say, oh, God, it's time. No. You're going you're gonna to know when it's time. I'm going to leave it yeah. like that. Hold on to it. Hold on to it until it's right. Because if you do it when it's not right, everyone's going to be like, oh. oh so like, make sure it's right. You got didn't dig that? You see you like out with a group of guys and be like, yeah. yeah it's like, God, it's time, my boy. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Do you see how he gave us a list? He's he's no no it's me though it's me with the list. It's not you. Okay, so I want to get on to the next topic, which is karma. How do you feel about karma? Do you believe in karma? Have you experienced it? And I would love to know because you know how I think, but I would love to know more how you think about it if it's real. So. Yeah, I, I've heard it uh, referred to, like in readings and stuff, I've heard it referred to as a balancing. So I think of it as that. And I think um, it's funny because I think in this lifetime, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, what's my life review going to be like? Because you know what a life review is. If, you're, if you have visions and you do channeling, you know what a life review is. And it's like, oh. And I was thinking like yesterday, like all these things that I'm like, is that moment going to come up? Is that moment going to come up? I don't even know. But I think there is a, I definitely believe in a balancing. So, you know, everything is a reflection of you um, in so many ways and a reflection of other, you know, it's, it's so intertwined. I feel like we've only scratched the surface, even in spirituality, like understanding what it all really is. But I, I definitely believe in a balancing. I did a read at someone's past life and they have, they've dealt with a lot of suffering in this life, like really significant suffering. And then in the, in the past life, what came up was that this person had been a really horrible person and they were asking why that suffering happened. And the message that came through was like a balancing. Um, yeah, which is interesting. It's like, Oh, I hate telling people that this is why I got trained in like some somatics and like trauma informed versions of therapy uh, not a lot, obviously not significant amount, but I was like, I, I don't like telling people these things like, oh, you're fucked because you're, you're, you know, you really fucked up in the last life. And now, now it's just like, just coming back at you, you know, but you know what? It's all coming up now 
our parallel lives, our past lives, our future lives, because we can chew through that karma now, you know? And I have felt my own karma from this life, and I'm sure from past lives, where I do something, I navigate a certain way, and immediately or not so immediately, I feel the repercussion or even experience the pain. Sorry, there's like a little bug. It or is insane karma. Of yeah. what, oh, that's what it felt like when I did that to that person. I didn't realize, and now I'm in this position and wow, that's shitty, you know? And it's for us to grow and go in that moment, am I going to grow from this and change and navigate differently? So I create less hurt for them and for myself. And you taught me that a lot of just navigating in a way where like these wavelengths are coming off of you. Yeah, you make less weight. Like, yeah, I've had, I had to learn yeah. to Cause you I don't used to be a bull yeah. in the china shop making wake, I think. And so I think I think I toned it down a lot. Oh, yes. <laughs> Figured out how to tone it down a lot. I didn't know. Or you found people who can surf those wakes. <laughs> right, right. I, and I didn't know when it went back when I used to do it, I couldn't see it. I didn't realize I was. It took, yeah, me neither. It took something to for yes. me to start seeing it and then be like, oh, I got to step a little bit lighter. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like... Um at least for me, children have been that perfect instant karma. And I'm like, why are you like this? Oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. Them. When my son's being rude and I'm like, you're so rude. And he's like, oh, hello. <laughs> and then I just keep listening to how I just said it. I'm like, why are you being so rude? So just like Valley Girl. And he's like, hello, look at my mom. I'm like, oh, I can be really rude. Yeah, um, yeah he's he's done it. And then just... It's not instant though. It's like, it's nine months. It's like you do something fun <laughs> and then nine months later you get punished. Yeah. No, sometimes it's instant. That sounds horrible. That yeah, that was horrible. horrible. I'm sorry. Sometimes if we're lucky, it's instant in a way. <laughs> yeah. I got what the joke you? later. Oh, is that a joke about pregnancy or no? Well, yeah. What else for nine months? <laughs> it just clicked later and then I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> took a second. It wasn't a good joke. Okay. Maybe that's I always one. feel like being a parent, it's like, it's the 30 year test. It's the longest test you'll ever take. And you'll, you won't know if you failed for a really long time. Yeah. And I think it continues on and on. That's what I've learned yeah. both as a parent and a child is like yeah. your relationship to both continues to evolve forever until, you know, until death. And then even then it can still evolve. Do you know? from the other side, we're evolving with certain spirits who are still having their lessons and stuff. That's right. I mean, because we're, I always think of it as like, we're the way I used to describe it to people. And I've heard someone else describe it this way. And I'm like, they stole it, but it's like, we're (laughs) the fingers, right? Or we're the fingertips. And then, but we're all connected to each part of something bigger. And I feel like when you were talking before, it just kind of occurred to me. I'm like, karma is just a really beautiful thing in a way. What a perfect system to just be like checked like that. I mean, sometimes it's fucking exhausting, especially when you're just getting checked all the time. I was like describing it like last, last month. It's like, or in June, I felt like I was just getting kicked in the balls and slapped in the face like every day. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, something is being reflected back to me and I have, and I'm either in denial about it or I've like stuffed it down and it still happens. I mean, I'm, I'm aware, more aware of it now, but it's like, that's just like a constant, but it's a great system. And, and I feel like with karma, what I love about it is the, 
the relationships because it's it is about relationships you have with people that are going to show you it yeah you know which is such an important and talk about science again it's the law of physics for every action there's a reaction you know so it's it's science balancing itself out and and without it i think every who knows if anything would even exist um so i'm i'm about karma even when it sucks and you're meeting your own you know yeah um which leads me okay so this is going to be i'm kind of confused as to what it is because sometimes sometimes i feel like you know good people are getting having a hard time because the evil out there tries to stop right so it's not like they're they're having a hard time because they did something bad right and then sometimes i do i feel like yeah it's stuff it's stuff that you're doing that's tripping you up so i think but i think you gotta like so maybe it's not just simple saying karma it could be karma with lessons you're meant to learn right like being met with certain evil people it's because you are meant to come into your power or overcome an obstacle to know who you truly are and know that you're limitless yeah. you know just and- like some days where you say like you got kicked in the balls and just everything that can go wrong is going wrong mm-hmm. like i gotta think that something's happening there that it's not just because if, if you just go by like statistics and it wouldn't make sense for that many things to go wrong all in that same day. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense at all. You couldn't and it's, feel like getting hit by lightning. It's, I think it's also like, behind it. when, yeah. It, and I think it has to do with that, what you were saying about like your personal power or when people, when a lot of bad things happen to people like over and over, you know, I think it, in some cases it, it is about kind of recognizing that they have personal power and like reclaiming it it was probably taken from them as kids I mean you know kids don't have any power so it's like we're all disempowered from such a young age that of course we have to depend on on God Mr. God or like of course we have to depend on like Mr. President you know because that's how we're we're trained when we're you know and I love all these commercials that are like you're worth it it's like I wouldn't have thought otherwise if you hadn't mentioned it, but you keep mentioning it. <laughs> it's like, well, you stop telling you're worthless, people. Hey? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Does everybody <laughs> think you're worthless? Not us. Here's this makeup. <laughs> exactly. awesome. Here's this makeup. <laughs> exactly. Now cover that face. Now other people, <laughs> other people aren't going to think you're nearly as worthless as <laughs> Revlon. <laughs> I hope I try to put a Revlon commercial in our jaw and we just screwed it up. No, no, that was I don't commercial. think Revlon was chasing. In I think that it should be Revlon. So, yeah. Who knows? Um, okay, so last topic. Revlon, if you're our sponsor, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you're worth it. You know what's crazy? Our sponsors, because like the way I upload the podcast, the commercials just come on. Like I don't, like I'm like, sure, come on. But it's usually like, gambling i guess i hadn't really listened and i was like oh i it's think so a lot funny. of gamblers like, i think a lot of gamblers not necessarily us. something i'm like people who don't gamble your money away like if you want to gamble go but i was like oh my god we have gambling commercials no, it's like people don't care about their lives that much listen to this podcast 
God, that's true. That's what it means. No, it like, means that they're the only ones willing to <laughs> advertise. Or that. it means, yeah, or it means they Gosh, have the money. We're right? so offensive. Gambling, gambling companies have the, enough money to do all these ads, maybe. And like I said, I'm not against free, gambling. Free if you have a lot of money, that's if you like want to gamble, only, go for it. That's like yeah. one of the only industries where it's free It's free money. Like you didn't free money, so. do any service. I guess you have to have a building and machines, but um, really you don't have a product you're selling. You're I just feel like there's so many businesses like that now, though. There right? probably are now that I think of it, yeah. Like Uber. <laughs> they don't own any cars. <laughs> yeah, they're just an entity. Yeah, when you're really I, smart, you do it that way. That's true. Everybody else's shit is You create money. a system, a flawless system. Oh my system. God, I'd love to be them. Yeah. I knew okay. for a long time I wanted to do like a, I, I didn't want an overhead in whatever company I started, but then yes. I was like, yeah. And that's why I did the stuff over the phone, you know, like the consulting, but then I was like, oh, I have to sell people like pay me $10,000 and I'll change your life. But I was like, it's not me. I'm not going to change your life. Like you have to change your life. But pay now me. you can help change people's lives for sure. Assist. Yeah. Assist. Yes. Assist. You can't facilitate. Facilitate here. You're not going to enter their body and do it. Exactly. I mean, okay. depends. Last topic, guys. And this is, <laughs> okay. There's a woman who was farting in jars and made 200,000 selling these farts. Have you heard of her? No, but it's just really funny that you're bringing this up right now. I'm not sure how many farts, but then she got hospitalized. She thought she was having a heart attack because she was on this special diet of things like nuts, legumes, yogurt, you know, just things to try to make you fart, eggs. And then she was pushing so hard all the time. So she had this diet and then she was like constantly straining and she ended up in the hospital. And I feel like that might be a karmic thing. It's also science. It's like for every action, there's a reaction. Like, oh my God. I feel like God or goddess may have stepped in and said, I you think don't that's have a- to sell your farts in jars. There could be another way. Cause she's pretty too. It's like, you don't there's have some to, God they need to like i'm sorry but jews with ibs need to corner this market because it's not fair it's a natural god-given gift that we have Uh, maybe moses did it to her and was like (laughs) get that job i like just heard about this as a fetish this week this week oh really days ago actually smell a fart that's in a jar you open the if jar. You make and it real. Like yeah. Color, oh, I had a lot fast. of like friends in college who were like big brothers to me, and they would, they would oh definitely, they would cup, they would cup them, and then they would cover it. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Like oh, I guess. That's an well, awesome. I mean, thing. of course that, you can do it in a jar. It. They seal very well. You ferment things in them. I'm sure. And then she could. Yeah. You can't. I mean, so I, I think that's a problem of excess. You get a jar in the mail. From FedEx, and then you pop the jar open, and your house smells like farts. I think I think that can happen. Fucking Those good. jars are very watertight, like very airtight. Like they they have to be. <laughs> like I feel like if you canned it at a canning factory, then yeah, no, you, you, can can business, bro. You, you could go to a grocery store and buy like a set of those jars. I mean, like yeah. these jars. I have a bunch of them. My kids won't stop drinking water out of them. There's like 700 of them lying around my house, but 
you know how that is. Like in the movie Signs, did you see it? Yeah, totally. I think of that movie all the time. I'm like, there's always seven glasses of water around (laughs) somewhere, like always. And we even bought paper cups, which we didn't want to do. And they still don't use them. They just love the glasses. Anyway, the glass jars are airtight. I swear to God, you should try this experiment at home, you guys. (laughs) I wonder if, I feel like you could sell some parts. (laughs) I don't want to sell it. No, because even I think trying to do that looks bad. Like if you're a professional, yeah, like I'm already scared being a teacher and a comedian. I can't imagine being a teacher and someone who sells her farts in a jar. I I think be a librarian. I think she needs to outsource that. Like if she's like that's That's where it gets to demand. How do you know it's her fart? Does she send you a personalized video? Exactly. Well, no, because I need to see her like. Whole she bundle. should send a video of like what she ate during the day, and be like, "Wait until I'm you glad get this corn." I don't think this <laughs> business should continue anyway. I'm not saying I'm happy she was hospitalized, but like, I don't think farting in jars. I mean, I think she. If I if I tap into this a little, I think she's she's already the type of person that this would happen to, no matter what she picked to do it to do, because oh. it would have. Uh, She's a, I think, but it works in our capitalistic system to do something in excess because we're constantly wanting more of something, um, to fill our emptiness. <laughs> so it's like to our soulless bodies. So it's like, that's the problem in my mind is like the fact that we're constantly just wanting more, but we never stop when we have enough. I have enough farts. I've made enough fart fans. Like when is enough, like when is enough? You know, she stopped at a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand dollars? That might only been like three farts. Oh yeah, but real rich guys. No, you're right. Like really yeah, you got to have another talent other than just farting in jars because it's obviously it's not sustainable. It's exactly, exactly <laughs> not sustainable. I would say it's completely sustainable. I think <laughs> you get more flatulent as you get older. You just get more disgusting. Yeah, she, said, in said, every way. she said I could too, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Yo, if we I can do make fart, money, though, if, my farts don't if I can that quit much. my job so we can sell your farts, <laughs> I'd completely join. I completely join up. Is this, is this a company we can join or? This is a company. <laughs> it's an entrepreneur type, type lifestyle. <laughs> I'm going to shut that one down, but I, I, th- I don't think you can sell. Saying. I don't think you can sell a man's farts. That may sound sexist, but I don't think it's good. Any listeners who want to buy CJ's parts, reach out. He'll consider making it happen for you. I'm sure you could do it on, um, (laughs) there, no, there, there is a, there was a gay and my gay friend showed it to me. There was like a gay dating website. That's just assholes. I I feel like it's called stinkies or something. Not stinky. It's called something like that. Stinkies sounds right. It's. It's something like that. And it's basically like you see a map, like a Google map, and then you see like where all the asses are, like where the assholes are. It's literally spread cheek asshole. Like the profile photos are just assholes. And then you can see where they are in relation to you. <laughs> on a map. You can watch them and you can watch yourself. Those people are not through. thinking about the energy exchange. If you're just snippies. deciding from it's the look snippies. of a butthole, if you're snippies, sniffies. Sniffies. Ah. No, like sniffies. Oh, I think that's that's another level. Yep. It's called Sniffies, everybody. It's the app. It's a modern map-based meetup app for gay, bi, and curious guys. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you're. I would be much less disgusted if there was a website called Titties and then you just, they're just, I'd be much less. Offended. I'm offended by this. Buttholes just are not. I'm be, still offended by the to be tits one because it's just the thought of like only dating from, I mean, I guess it might be silly to just date from someone's face, but like, so I don't know. I just had a random thought. I was like, what if babies get access to that app and they're like, yeah, that one looks like it's got the best milk or maybe this one looks like it's got the best milk. <laughs> of course. I like your I'm third like. eye vision. <laughs> I know. I'm like, hmm, boobs. I was, no, I was just thinking, I'm like, my boobs are, yeah, I could never, uh, I could never be that, that person. I would not do well on that app. <laughs> I, I would do They're well, done. but I, I would not do it. It can be a range. It can be a range. Some people crazy. might like it. Well, that's why we have feet finder now, right? There are people who are just now all about the feet. And I heard that you don't have to have perfect feet. Yeah. It's all there's different. All different. Yeah, there's diversity and inclusion oh, so when it comes like to club feet. Oh, I don't know about that, but maybe I'm sure. <laughs> like there's sections you can click on, and then you see. I don't know. Oh, I gotta go check Let's this go out. Let's go do man. some research. I know. Okay. We we actually I would love that. <laughs> we can discuss our findings. <laughs> it's kind of our thing that we refuse to do any research at all for this podcast. Uh, I've been doing it's research kind of on this. aliens for years since my awakening. So I don't want to hear it. And on karma as well, Guys. sir. Okay. <laughs> He's like, yikes. <laughs> I wonder if there's a kink for like flossing your teeth or like, there's got to be kinks for everything. Maybe like flossing. It's flossing yes. and you get something on the floss. You're like, yes, got one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you show the camera what you got. Yes. Dude, if that's not a thing. That's got to be a thing. Some people have too much money. I'm sorry. Like you need to have an excess of money if you're like ordering farts in jars or if you're going to order <laughs> something with like floss with food on it. Like I want that money. You sell the floss. How do I get that money. Oh. You just show it to the camera once you get a keeper. Oh yeah, a keeper. Well, then you're not a real oh, entrepreneur because if you sell it, you make even more money. It's called keepers.org. <laughs> org, I think it's tax free. So really? that's how we're gonna do it. I know I just made that. I up. was like, oh my god, I have a dot org. <laughs> it might not be not tax free. Look, it might be real. A lot of this stuff that I make up might be real. <laughs> I don't want you to just go out of your way and think it's not just because I made it up right here and now. That's beautiful. But anyway, I am gonna wrap this up. Um, I like how we wrapped up on the the farting in jars, but um <laughs> So Jennifer, where can people find you? And then I want to promote the, the show so we yes. can both kind of do that together. You obviously will have a better way of promoting yes. it, your show. Obviously. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. So you can find me. Um, Jenniferway.com is, I have a lot of, uh, this is, this is the part I probably need to consolidate. So Jenniferway.com is my intuitive consultant uh, website. So that's where you can book sessions with me. Um, thesacredcomedy.com or sacredcomedyshow.com uh, is the Sacred Comedy Show website. And you can find when our next shows are coming up and you can even join the Sacred Comedy Circle, which is a new thing that we're starting, which is a virtual circle. It's like a women's circle with some like comedians and comedy and also uh, like intention setting, but everyone is welcome. It's not just for women. 
Um, so yeah, it can be for the bros as well or the not bros or the non-binary whatevers. Oh God, that sounds off. I don't mean that. Whatever. I am such a fan of non-binary. Please come join. We love you. Um, but, uh, that's going to be basically once a month before the new moon. So you can sign up, uh, on a membership on the sacred comedy website. Um, we do our shows. We've got three more shows for the rest of the year. We have September and then we've got November, which is Kate's show. So you are going to be headlining our November show in Jersey city at zip studios. Um, we also have Tata Sharice, who's also a Philadelphia person who's going to be on the show and yeah, she's going to be on it. And, uh, Rachel Parentes also is going to be opening. She's a local Jersey city comic. Um, and yeah. And then I, uh, I also have a podcast called the self-consciousness podcast because I'm very (laughs) awkward and anxious and self-conscious. Um, it's, it's fun. You can just find it wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm going to be a guest on yours. And you're going to be a guest on mine next week. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yes. And we're recording on the full moon. So, yeah. Did you look it up? It is the full moon? It is going to be the full moon. That's so funny how it just landed right there. Makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, with my last name, Wolf, I love howling at the moon. I really do howl. I don't do it in most settings because I'd be committed into (laughs) an asylum, but... When it's appropriate and I'm around good people, I like to have that full moon. I see a retreat oh, coming wow. up. I feel I feel a retreat coming, maybe where we can howl. Yeah. In, ayahuasca? in ayahuasca retreat. Maybe we start with mushrooms and then we work up. <laughs> we work up to ayahuasca. And then we do cocaine and heroin. I know. A cliff in Costa Rica. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't expect all that. And then you enter the other side and then they bring you back. No, okay. I don't know why I'm taking it all there. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> for joining us and everyone have a great rest. Of- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.